Welcome to Cloud City After Dark. It's Star Wars podcast brought to you by TV8MyDinner.com. When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. You're listening to Cloud City After Dark. My name is Sean. I'm sitting here with Brooks and Andrew. Hello. Greetings from the Sabak table. Is that, we went to, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Sabak. Sabak. I, I was about to say, we got an idiot this, this is the one time I wish this podcast was like video because you can show us this little intro of us finding, I've spent a whole movie finding the lost star map, make the connection, find a lost island. Get up to a cliff and find Brooks waiting there for us. We brought you back for this time. You hand me the microphone and I toss it over my shoulder. Crap. TV ate my dinner is dead. Let it die. TV ate my dinner was nothing but a legacy of failure. It's true. Yeah, but so? Hell of a time to start caring about that. It's been 10 years. It has a legacy? Yeah, find the groove, man. The needle's there. So we're looking at we're coming on this is you've seen it once, Brooks. Yep. Today I just I've saw seen it today. Sean yeah, saw it twice. I've seen it three times. Good grief, man! Alex wanted to see it again. So oh, I'll go see it one more time. It'll be next weekend. I have to make I have to carve some time out to see The Shape of Water. That movie's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, yeah remind me to. I, I have an interesting thing to talk about that ties that to Star Wars, but we'll do that in a minute. Okay. Well, let's let's start. Let's let's address the elephant in the room. What'd you think, Brooks? You know what? I actually enjoyed it quite a bit while I was watching it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Cause I was going in thinking I didn't really like the first one all that much. I mean, it was fun, but it didn't leave an impression on me. And uh, right. this one I liked a lot better, even though I do have a lot of criticisms, of course. But I did enjoy it. I, there were several times when I was chuckling, and several times when the audience was clapping and excited, and I was like, "This is fun." You didn't feel offended by this movie? I did not feel offended by the movie. <laughs> did it I mean, burn there were things, down your childhood? Well, there were things that, <laughs> yeah. that you know, I didn't like, but, but no, I didn't feel offended. Right, I mean, I think, wait, I love this movie, but I also have, there's a there's 45 minutes you could probably cut out of this movie, too, so I, I actually, well, that's I get what, it. I think, we'll talk about it. that's ripe for us to discuss, because Force Awakens had a lot of story and plot problems that we could deconstruct, but but I, I kind of actually feel like I've... I've Maybe just because it was the first one in a long time, I think I kind of felt like Force Awakens felt a little bit more magical. Like, oh wow, this is really this is actually Star Wars. And now th- right. that that happened, this one was really good. But I but I was prepared for that. Like I I didn't go in with a major expectation. So you know I wasn't building myself up for anything. But I was really like like I'm excited to see what happens now. Like I w- go into Force Awakens, there was a, at least an equal amount of trepidation. So just finding out the movie is good at all. 
Yeah, and I, I think have, maybe I may have been it too was more lighthearted about Force Awakens, and this one I went in with just not excited at all, and maybe that's interesting. why I enjoyed it more. Well, that is interesting. Not really. But I think this one was lighter. It had a darker tone, but they had a lot of light moments. They had yeah. a lot of humor in it. I, and they were I, I really liked them. cute little critters running all over the place. They have a yeah. This movie has a big, nice <laughs> anti. You know, it's a vegan policy in this movie, which is good. <laughs> I I, I, I like the one yeah. scene. What do you, what what other? There was like when Chewbacca was eating the little critter. Well, but they also let the animals go. I'm just saying it's like a pro PETA movie. Well, like they, it's all yeah. about animals helping them. And that's true. You know, the animals help them several times. There's like, like three. There's three huge. Oh, I guess the porgs aren't really a plot point. But the other two have very big plot points. The Faviers and the crystal critters. The crystal I think critters. That, <laughs> that go, works with the metaphor that I mean they're more like. Naturally, they're more in harmony with nature. You know what I mean. Well, it's very Rebels esque too, because they do that in Rebels all the time. Yeah, and Luke is talking they, a lot about you know nature, force is part of nature, and then so you see the, you know the animals. I I see what you're saying, but vegan, I, I just I don't get that. That was well, that was I guess, clearly I there guess, for comic relief. Yeah, I guess he should I, just I, eat it though because he vegan, already killed it. I saw an article <laughs> that said that the island where they were shooting was so dense with puffins that they just found it easier to create a, a creature to put over them than it was to try to, to rub them out of the... Of the oh, weird. That's neat. Like, yeah, that's what, what they said they based idea. it on. Yeah, because everybody's like, this is a Disney ploy automatically. It's going to sell... I was like, well, that might be what they're thinking, but also it happened. It seemed like it happened naturally. It was kind of organic, like, yeah. Idea of a, yeah. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Just like we yeah, they filmed in, in that bunch. fox cave. It was, turned it's not out. like they were or anything. Well, and the, well, they kind of are trivials because they keep just multiplying everywhere. But the, I like the idea that the first time we see them, it's like a very dark joke where that one's about to ignite the lightsaber onto the other one, yeah. and they're like, "No, no, no! Don't do that! Don't do that!" They're like little lemmings. They keep like rushing, yeah. rushing straight towards suicide. Yeah, I, I think it's weird that, that, that bleeds up. over that they now have a permanent infestation of porgs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like it was cute because like, oh, he's on Chewie's shoulder now. But I'm like, what are they eating? They're all going to starve well, to death. They have a nest, too. No, yeah. they're eating each other, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they, they multiply so rapidly that they are able to survive yeah, somebody by said eating that. each other. Eat the yeah. young. Somebody gave that point when that scene where the one, they're doing that weird little Puss in Boots face to, uh, to <laughs> Chewbacca. They're like, it's more like, it's not like, don't eat them. It's like, can you share some, please? <laughs> yeah, so and it's hungry. like they're begging for food. <laughs> you can eat all that? <laughs> yeah. They're cannibals. Poor cannibals. There yeah, was a I, lot of wildlife on that. That there were those uh, those caretakers who weren't wildlife, but there were all these crazy fish monsters in the background. And fish things. nuns, I love it. Wait, what do we feel about the uh, the the milking scene? <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> unnecessary. I, like I think would what be a, a weird reference it. to the first but movie. I, I think it gives it a weird flair, though. It's just like this is weird. He's like off the deep end. He's like the dude at this point. He's like, That's well, like, this like his well, white is Russian. How you survive. <laughs> It actually is, like, just in case anyone was wondering how he lives on this island, well, you know, he's provided for. He, he milks that I thing. Feel, oh, and I feel like he's kind of, like, trying to push her away. Like, look how gross this is. And then he goes and he does the thing with the fish, but he gives, like, the most devious look back at her. He's like, get away from me. What are you doing? Because at that point, somebody made the point, and I didn't even think about this till today. You assume we watch The Force Awakens. You assume, like, she's going there to train, right? That's what's going to happen. She's not going there to ask him for that. She says, you need to come back with us. Well, originally, and, but then she comes out and says. Well, 
No, I know, but she but goes. But that's what brings him around. He but, throws yeah, that lightsaber away because he thinks she's inviting him to come back and right. be Luke Skywalker and, again. Right, and so he's he's just like you're just this person from you know the Resistance. You know, you're Leia's assistant, and then it's not till he she like hears the voices and goes in the cave, which is very Clone Wars esque. And then they go, he's like, "Who are you?" You know, he does that whole. It starts into this whole sequence, mm-hmm. but even at the end when they have the little fight, right? And she's like, I have to go do this. And she's like, he's like, you can't. And she goes, here. And she hands that lightsaber, not because she's like, trained me. She's like, come, then you do it. Yeah, yeah come on me. <laughs> and then he's Otherwise, like, well, that's what I like. There, this movie is not like a, a beat for beat, like a parallel to, to Empire, like Force Awakens was with the first film. But It's but very it's, similar. Well, they have they all the same actual emotional kind of beats. Like when she says, well, then he's our only hope, talking about Kylo. Like that's a weird inversion of the same scene, in uh, right. Except everything's inverted because in this he's telling her to leave, yeah. <laughs> instead of asking her not to go, and she's going and she's specifically a- to go find Kylo because she thinks turning Kylo will will fix. And everything. she doesn't want to go; she wants him to come and do it, too. So it it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting how they do all that. There's a lot of cool stuff. And just like with Force Awakens, they don't tie directly to that movie either. There's there's arcs in this movie that overlap with some of the stuff you see in Return of the Jedi because her well, going to Kylo is say. the same this, scene. This movie is beat for beat Empire and Jedi smushed right. together, combined. Right. And one thing I love about that is it leaves it wide open as to what Episode Nine is is going to do. It's going to be you know beat what I mean? for beat Episode One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to cram the entire prequel trilogy into one movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, yeah, that's why, like, the part of the first time I watched it, you leave and you're like, what is that going to be? And after watching a couple times, I realized, like, there are some very interesting threads going into the next one. And There's some more. stuff I left mean, open from Force Awakens that they didn't cover here. <laughs> so it's kind of awesome. Right. Anyway. I don't feel like, well, like yeah. what am I missing? What, what, what are we looking forward to? They're going to rebuild well, the, the, the rebellion. Well, well, the tragic thing is that, you know, the whole thing was leading to the, it looks like the final showdown would have been between Leia and, that's showdown of, like, fighting, but... Between Leia and Kylo, you yeah. know, because that's like her. That she would have a role in that. But it, it works movie. better this way in the sense that what this movie now leads into is in that ninth film, the third film of their trilogy, it's all about Kylo and Rey. Like, they don't have these legacy characters to look to. Like, it's them now. It's like that, that that's the whole that's his whole cosmogonic sort of attitude like tear it all down like build right. the future by killing the past and all that and that's all that's all actually real in terms of of what happens in in myth it's just his his methodology is flawed because he's like he's feeling like you have to make that change happen it's happening anyway you're just supposed to embrace it that's like ray's not denying that that they should build a new future together she just doesn't think we should blow up everybody first well, yeah, that's what Sean and you and I chatted about real quickly. It's like it's funny because him and Luke are saying the same thing almost in a way. Like they're yeah. saying, this forget is the not, past, even, move forward. Even Yoda's saying the same thing when he comes in. He's like, no, that doesn't matter. We need to like what Yoda says. That great line. He's like, they are what the, we are. What they grow beyond. That's yeah, what he tells that's the burden like, of I'm, every master. Yeah, and that's right, such and a I, beautiful line. And Kylo kind of thinks the same thing. I mean, he kills his master, and he wants to take all that away and start over. His problem but is he thinks that's the trick. It's like, right. my atonement with the father is I kill my father. And then Luke becomes the surrogate. Like, he's Hamlet, basically. Right. Like, it is who Kylo Ren is. But it's just such a funny idea that 
he thinks he has to make that future happen. And what's interesting about this movie going into the next one is now we saw them where they were just basically kids in the first movie. And this right. is the movie where they're becoming self-actualized. Like they both in their own weird ways overcome whatever kind of parental they influence know, they have. They know their authority. direction. They know their direction now. Basically. Yeah. So I, th I think you had a good point in, in suggesting that the next movie could take place a few years after this one. I think they have to do that a would be the now. way that would be the, a, a very tasteful way to do the Leia thing, because then you could just say it's 10 years later. And, Either you, know, you say she died, died in the past, in or that, she just died, and it has there's a funeral, and that might be an instigating incident, incident yeah. to bring Kylo back into you know. Because what we want to see from Kylo Ren going into that final film is he is the he is the Emperor Darth Vader character. He's not he's not being run by anybody. He has actually conquered the entire well, galaxy. Well, yeah, and that's why it's so. That's why it justifies that. Like why, I mean. <laughs> To hit like some of the criticism, we can jump to that Snoke scene. Like why people's like, but we thought Snoke was going to be this thing. I was like, yeah, but why would we? I understand that, but the why that's so thrilling is that if he had just had lived, and then we're going to go into the next movie, and we know that this scene is coming, and for yeah. this to happen, it's such a surprise. Why did and you now want it to play out exactly the way you thought it was going? Right, and now I'm much more interested to see it, like because he's not ready. He yeah. can't handle that job, and so what does he turn into five years from now? And how like, much harder is it for them? Because here's here's the symbol through the whole set of these movies for, for that arc is that lightsaber. And it's so right. tragic because in he Force Awakens, it. he, really wants he says, it in the that's first mine. One. Yeah, he really like, whatever. takes ownership. And then you find out in this movie, it actually was his. That was his lightsaber. When we In that flashback, he had the blue lightsaber. Right. And then Which so later cool. on, when he, he takes it like from Snoke, it's like, because you would think, if Snoke's so powerful, how come he couldn't read his mind that he was going to do that? It's like, because it, it didn't come from the dark side. It's a core to his being, right? He was actually doing it to save Rey. And I actually, in that moment, too, this is one of those weird, like, fan things that I felt, like, I, I just immediately thought this, so, I because I've heard that criticism from people I've talked to that said that, like, well, how could he have fooled Snoke? Snoke's supposed to be so powerful, and how could, to me, I mean, one, it makes sense for what exactly what they show you, you know, because it's kind of really... Ham fisted. He's like, you're gonna take the lightsaber and kill your true enemy. You're like, okay, it's you. It's not her. But also, I thought of exactly. Remember in the Thrawn books, that first one, the the only Star Wars extended extended universe I ever read. But that's what Luke's doing. He does that in the first that book. He like he talked about splitting his mind or whatever, like into different parts, right? And he's like, this part of his mind can do this, and this part can do this. So I was like, oh, that could work too. This is fine. That 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 makes I sense. I think he falls into the the hubris of all those Sith Lords. Yeah. Always well, like, yeah, right. Yeah. They assume like, the dark side everything. power. Yeah. Well, it's at the... Right, and it's at the moment of his highest hubris where he's given this, like, I can never be betrayed. Yeah. What are you talking about? But that's what's even more tragic because then when it comes down to him almost turning good again, Kylo, or at least having that option, when... When they come into conflict, what do they do? They fight over that lightsaber and they break it. And that's, like, that's, that's such a, it's a symbol. Like that is basically the symbol for his return, like his redemption. You don't think? And at the end of the be... movie, you see her holding the broken lightsaber, wondering if it can be fixed. You know what I mean? I think he'll be redeemed in the next one. I don't I think, think that's live. what the story has I don't to be think about. He'll live and be redeemed, though. He has to die. To I don't think so, though, because that's such a cop out. I hate you that about Darth so? Vader. That well, you did one good thing and then you died. I don't think we can just say it's a wash. You should have to, like, you know, 
go through some kind of contrition. That would be interesting if halfway through he just switches. That's where the switch is, and then he's... You have to see him fight for the good, though, for a while for that to feel okay. Here's a possibility right. on no that bad is guy because... Anymore. Like, if he turns well, that's, good, who's well, he Hux, fight? But Hux yeah, but is Hux rising is in his... Well, I mean, Hux is nothing. You need a Sith Lord. But you need some kind of force Here's two guy. possibilities on that. Okay, one is that I don't think Snoke is a purely corporeal being. I mean, that's going back to my zany theories. But I actually think that whatever he manifested into, that may not be the the end of that I just because so. Snoke was killed here. I feel like he went out too easy. But what I but what also might happen, because this trilogy is a is a jumping off point to start other Star Wars movies, I think it's very possible that we might actually see a a new villain that like they have to team up. This is something they tried to do in the expanded universe and it just didn't work. And it was on who tried to set that up too, where something worse comes from the unknown regions and they all have to band together because they've basically destroyed each other like the resistance in the first order regardless of who wins they're, they're just decimating each other right so if some other threat came up that they had to to fight together to stop they'd barely be able to stop it together like that, that would, would be, be interesting fun, that would be a, be a really fun thing oh that is interesting That's i kind of feel that? like for me, what I, what I think this story has to end with is a reconciliation between those two. Because you can't just have this cycle of we keep having wars and then somebody wins, the good guys win or the bad guys win. But it's the cycle you have to break. Well, let's get into that. That's literally the point and how they kind of reframe the force in this. is That it's not about the whole, the whole what caused Palpatine all that to rise. Is that the Jedi were just these people in charge and controlling the force, all that stuff. And that's Luke's point. That's all these other points because it's not about a balance of like originally it's like well you take out your dad everybody's good we're fine. It's more about this. It it needs to have some kind of counterbalance and the only reason Ray rose up is because they were you know Kylo was rising in power and stuff too. So the idea that if you trust somehow those things. Snokes was saying. Yes, Snoke said that outright. Yeah. Well, He's but that's what but that's literally thing. what Luke says though Fake too. News. He's like it's a, yeah. It's yeah. The, he said it's the balance in between that, and nobody owns that. And you kind of, and and thinking about that, it's weird because they have this idea because it goes back to the other movies and stuff too. I think a lot of people were having problems with this movie. They're like, even if they say they don't like the prequels, they have a prequel syndrome, right? Because even though they say those aren't good, you got this whole idea of prophecy and the one and all. It's like that came from those guys. This is a personal story about a dad and his kids. Right, and then what happened with all that, and then it became this huge thing where he was the chose all this stuff. But I like the idea that of the of the force that they kind of put forward is that is that the with the premonitions that I want to talk about because throughout the the saga, people have premonitions, and it seems like when they act on them, they try to control that situation, they end up causing premonition. Even from Padme dying, right? yeah. that's the whole point. To Luke leaving to help his friends and then getting into that situation. And even in this, Ray says, I see, I've seen the shape. They can only see the shape of it, and you're not kneeling to Snoke anymore. It's like, well, there's more complicated than that. Yeah, you though. nailed that one. And that kind of feels like, and the, the lesson Yoda was always telling him, and he kind of hits it home and again. He's like, you're always looking forward. He's like, and it, it feels like there's a way to, you can either try to control it, and where Luke is at the beginning of this is that he's gone the exact extreme other way of not, I'm just going to, you know, turn off from all this and not even be a part of it and there's a part of it where you have to like that's what they always say that's what ben said like let the force guide you don't try to control it don't try well, to control just the saying. situation just get into it and then the future will work itself out you know that cosmogonic cycle happens naturally like one right. generation gives into the next that just happens so that's 
and the only reason he keeps thinking he has to assume some kind of power. Like, right, and the only just, reason these you ha- we have these two extremes of powers each time is because both sides feel like they need to grab all the power and become yeah, as powerful and they throw as they can. everything out of And in them doing that, they create an enemy just as powerful. They create the thing that they're right. afraid of. Right. I love Yoda. Which, and I think that's so like, cool. There's nothing in really there cool. that she doesn't already have that she doesn't already possess. Like, oh, you mean the magic's inside her all along? No, she stole the book. No, she stole the books. They're in the William <laughs> Falcon, by the way, <laughs> in the glove compartment. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I like how he words it. Like, there's nothing that in those books that she doesn't already possess. Because, <laughs> like, possession is a very key You're word. Laughing at him like an asshole, and you realize. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm just messing with you. That's just a tree. So, force <laughs> yeah. ghosts can cause lightning to hit things? There's a lot it's of force a, powers going on in this movie that we've never seen before. Well, but every Star well, Wars that's movie that's why I that, guess though. it's a game changer. But, there, but there's nothing there, I mean, that you can't. That you can't draw from something else that they've established. I mean, I think the Yoda one not... doesn't bother me at all. I think you could argue that the Leia one is a little awkward. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the awkward. That was one, the worst. But like, I enjoyed I... that because I just love seeing. Well, Leia no, fly I know. I'm like a wizard. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Everybody says I want to see her <laughs> use the Poppins, force, y'all. and that's a cool new thing to like as a check mark to have in this movie. But just the way that it feels like it was very weird. It was. How that it happened. was weird it looking. Is. And, yeah, it was just and she strange. never ever in any other scene that we've seen used the force for anything except feeling that you know someone's close and saying their name or something. But so we don't. Like, wouldn't we it don't be cool to, to to establish that you don't? It, this is the Ray thing all over again. You don't like training helps you develop control, but that that training or or that affiliation with that philosophy is not what gives you a connection to the force. Anybody can have it's a kinda, connection to the force. It's kind of like you wish you what I mean. This is a what it would have been a cooler scene and more kind of impactful and more to her character because she's not about her being the hero, her being the fortune. That's the story. And the fact that's why she is in the most stable place, right? <laughs> you know, all Han and Luke have kind of gone by the wayside a little bit and what their goal was. And she's like, no, I've always been the same thing and I'm wiser now. I'm actually teaching people effectively. Everything's good. It'd be cool if that scene where the, the missile hit, she come out just went, no, and kind of held back, you know, yeah, like something. like a little or force the, field or something. Of, like, yeah, and then for, for God's sake, save. Came out. Right, save Akbar for God's sake. <laughs> now we just get a scene where he gets pulled out and she's like pushing by him. Move, Akbar. I'm going back into the ship. It's like, so I, I that would have been a little more dramatic and Anybody more like to her. shellfish? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. we can survive in space, guys. But like, but I like that. Yeah, that would have been more cool to her character to save people and be, like, I, I, I mean, that's that's one of the weirder things that hasn't ever gotten better. Third, I'm like, I, I love the intent of showing that she has powers, but it's just awkward. I think how they show it's it. It's weird looking. Well, I think it's appropriate. It's a weird looking scene, but I think the that happening is okay because it that it comes off as sort of a reflexive thing. It's not like. It's not like it, it, she was aware that she could do that, and she just didn't do more than she could. I mean, she was on death's door, and that it's was just sort awkward of an how it is in ins- It's awkward how it is an instant, though. You know what I mean? Because like once she got and was out there for five minutes, it would have done its deed. Space would have, you know. One well, assumes kicks, that her yeah. force power was keeping her from freezing. Solid I guess. Too. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of. Again, this is I when I've gotten to arguing with people this movie, and then it's like when they're talking about that, or they're talking about. Luke's thing, which I love, and even Yoda's thing doesn't bother me. I was like, we're talking, we're arguing about magic at this point now, so I don't know what we're doing because there's no. Yeah, but you want to feel like there are rules. No, no, I, but you want to feel like it comes from a place, a character, and it comes, from, and that's the only scene that it's like, well, I don't know that that was just awkward. That's why I define that as so. The other ones are good, I think, but 
And I don't understand the... Okay, Ray and Kylo are able to see each other, and they can kind of see each other's surroundings and stuff, because there's a bridge between them. I understand that sort of. They've been in contact with each other. There's some kind of connection, obviously. And then Snoke says he made a connection. But how can Luke appear somewhere, and not only like the people that he's trying to bridge with can see him, but literally an entire army sees him standing there? Yoda does that in the Clone Wars, though. In Rebels, he does oh, that. I haven't, Yoda's I haven't still seen alive. Rebels. Yoda's still alive in Rebels, and he appears to Ezra and all them, right? I, uh, yeah, and and that's still, I mean, this idea of, of a kind of a astral projection is is on the table, because I mean, even Force Ghosts, I mean, yeah, they become these Force Ghosts when they die, but it's still a sort of transcendent power. This is not something, well, Jedis don't just become Jedi Ghosts because they're Jedis, yeah, they're still no doing something. Can, I'm only talking movies because I haven't seen Rebels, but the Force well, Ghosts, the, no one else sees them except the person they're, you know, connected with. It's not like everyone at the Ewok party saw those force ghosts. But that's and probably because like it's easier to appear ghosts. to those people. You know, but, they're not, uh, like, but, they don't appear well, to be there. True. Luke's and I, obviously but, taken it to the next level. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, this is well, something nobody's ever... But, but that's something you want a Luke Skywalker who's... Well, that's the, what I was saying. ...the you most transcendent it. Jedi figure in the history of Jedi. Right. All of them... Yeah, that's, the, that's why I don't give the people, like, he's underpowered. Because the thing is... Every one of these movies introduces new force powers. That's kind of the, the formula. We even said that about Force Awakens. Like, oh, they can read minds like this and really dig. Like, all that stuff. And they did it before, but it's to an extent. And they all kind of expand the power set a little bit. But I think it, it's, it's just a matter of how much it speaks to the character and how much it speaks to... I told Sean in our little prediction episode, I was like, I want to see Luke Sy get his lightsaber and beat some ass and all that stuff. And then he's like, well, I don't want that. And then I watched it. And I was like, we did get to see that, but it was even better because the moment every I've seen it three times, the moment it clicks back to him hovering, meditating, people cheer every time because it clicks yeah, and you're like, I buy awesome. it, and it, I buy it, and it's it's a better that's giving show us strength. Both what we asked for. I mean, it's him. To, I mean, that's what that goes into Luke's character. He's the guy that throws lights every way and says, "I'm not going to fight." Like that's what it is. It's like it's not him going there physically and beating people up. It's him using a show of force nobody's seen before in a way that's special and that's what causes this legend and that's what kind of grounds it it makes him have this heroic ending which is neat I shouldn't think. he have told yeah, and it seems it seems like the either doing that exhausted in the point that he instantly died or <laughs> i kind of think i think he chose that to that's more that of a point. that's a yeah, yeah. i mean well he that's was a transcendent dying, moment maybe, but... he actually you're actually witnessing his literal apotheosis in that in that scene Please like stop he using transcends Oh god! <laughs> this is Star Wars. The children's movies. There'll be a glossary <laughs> at the end, Brooks. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I get that too, and I love I love how they kind of connect back to. I mean, they literally show Ray and Leia feeling it, and then the, I love that they even still. This is not something for us to speculate. They talk about it. And he's like, I didn't feel scared. He didn't. He felt like he had peace and purpose at that moment. I was like, yeah, I, li- I love it. I, that scene where he's sitting there and the thing blowing and he's looking at the two sunsets, I've said that's the defining moment in the first Star Wars. And we said that in our predictions episode. We, we said, what if the whole, like, we thought he'd live in this one and then that's how it ends, him looking out on the sunset, this whole nine movies. And I was like, but they just did it in this one. And I was like, alright, well, I'll yeah. take it here. Dude. Yeah, they switched it up. <laughs> now we don't know what, like, people are scared to make their theories now. It's like, Jesus, they that's, can do anything. Yeah, that's the moment I fell in love with Luke in the first trilogy when I was a kid. I was like, what is happening? This is amazing. And the score, so I just, that got me. I'm biased to that moment just because I love it. Why didn't Luke, when he appeared in the Rebel base and he's talking to Leia and everyone, he's like, I'll go, I'm going to go face him. 
Why didn't he tell everybody? Oh, by the way, you guys, run. You guys should run. I'm going <laughs> to stall them for a minute. That is, well, that's dramatic. <laughs> I don't and know. That's weird. They spend like that's... 12 or 20 minutes like watching Luke well, do this. And that, like, that's, hey, that's, 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 no, no he's else. not fighting them. That, he's trying to buy us time. That, it's like, you, that's you're Poe's burning up the time, guys. Go. That's Poe's That's supposed to be his turning point. Nobody tells yeah, nobody tells Poe what's going on this entire movie, and it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a problem. It's like, just tell Poe what's happening, and he can help you. That's it. Period. Yeah. You know he, he goes off the rails when you don't tell him. Yeah, he commits mutiny when you don't tell him what's happening. <laughs> yeah, bring him in a little. All you have to say, we're going to the planet. That's all you have to tell him, and yeah, we're fine. Yeah, exactly. He's like, fine. She was fine, more interested in saving lives and looking like a hero. It's like, yeah, but I think, you know, we probably would have skipped the mutiny. Yeah, that was dumb. And maybe I wouldn't well, have I given think, away the whole plan I over mean, an open line when I was talking to Finn. Yeah, to talk about, like, the weakest part of the kind of cycle of this movie before we get to some other good stuff is that that is it. Like, the Canto bite I was excited for that's weak but it's it all happens because they just don't tell poe who's their most trusted commander slash captain because he got demoted what is going on and so he starts this whole thing they go to there all this stuff happens it's not that great he comes back they all fail it actually kills some of those ships because that's what benicio del toro rats him out so some of those ships got killed just because of of that storyline yeah just because of that storyline the resistance and it feels like you could just just tell him excise that entire i mean i understand they do set up thematic stuff and it's not that feels like an episode of rebels or something that whole sequence is that feels just like some tv show episode but it it, it, that is the weakest part of this because especially that's why we're doing like we're getting really into the kylo ray stuff we're getting into the luke's actually starting to train her you're like stop cutting back to this i feel like i want to see what's going on something eating screen time yeah i get it that's kind of what and even the like like but even the fast thing was kind of anticlimactic well, and disappointing it's like oh this is okay it's just like force awakens though it's like i get why you're doing this but you just could tweak it a little bit more like i was watching the force awakens the other day and i was thinking you know this sequence where they're on Tacodana and everything goes all to hell in like five minutes like this whole sequence would have worked better if instead of it all being one scene where they came in and blah 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 and she had a force vision and she tried to give her the jedi the lightsaber and then she ran over in the woods and then they blew up a bunch of planets and then like the the resistance everybody showed up at the same time instead of that it would have been a lot easier if you had just had them stay the night right like like go in the same exact events happen but have it happen over the course of a night where, like, she's wandering, like, in the middle of the night and she hears this cry in the, the weird basement. Instead, it's like she talks to Finn, who's already leaving. He's already booked passage. They've been there ten minutes. And then she hears, like, a cry from, like, the weird dungeon and goes down there and has a force vision. It's like, like man, in the middle of the she night, moves yeah, fast she here. could do that. Yeah, yeah. If, but the whole thing, this is... I love J.J. Abrams, but this is his whole problem, is he thinks everything has to happen in one sort of kinetic Well, that's what's funny about this. I have one other point, but I'll get back to it. What's funny about this is that I guess Force Awakens happens like in two days, right? And and then we don't know how long until she goes to find Luke. It could have been, let's say it's even two weeks, so let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it can't be that long. This happens in two days again. Somebody's like, this is the weirdest week in Finn's life. <laughs> because he, 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 had the, he had the first movie happen to him. He, he got knocked out, woke like, up in the suit. I was a stormtrooper Wednesday. Okay. 
Yeah. That's and how now I remember I'm like all this. So like, how do you suit. remember where the things are? Yeah. Look, like it wasn't I even s- a week ago that I was one of which the Which I still got my direct deposit. Yeah. yeah. I'm, still getting, I'm, I'm still getting, getting paid. paid. Yeah. They haven't even cut my paycheck off yet. So I, I that that's kind of a funny thing. I you really do feel like with the Canto bites that like because wasn't Poe originally he was supposed to die in that crash at the beginning with uh, Finn and that's kind of what inspired Finn and Finn kind of takes on his qualities right and like oh, oh really? you inspired me I did not know that. yeah because yeah. they liked Oscar Isaac so much like we got to bring him back and they brought him back into that fight because he mm-hmm. kind of you can see how they just placed him at the end of that movie in this. And it's cool. I love, we like Poe. I love him. I like Oscar Isaac. I love it. But you really do see the character clash. Because imagine this. What if Poe did die? That's who he kind of gets inspired by. In this movie, he's that part. And they, if they do the mutiny part a little, that storyline could have been interesting if they did a little more interesting and they really emphasize there's a mole here and we don't know who it is. And hey, you know what? You just came from the First Order two weeks ago, so we're not going to trust you. They don't go to Canto Bite, but they play that thing out on the ship. That cuts 30 minutes out of this movie. And you have that storyline in a more tight, interesting way. I like way. Finn, but I don't feel like he has a purpose. Yeah, but you could have done that, and you wouldn't have had... That's what I'm saying, though. If You can see how that mutiny storyline, them yeah. not telling him what's happening, would have worked, because he's a First Order trooper. Yeah, but he's also... Uh, two weeks uh, ago. You know, they make it out like he's a hero because of... The well, but you know what I'm saying, though. But you see how Top Brass would say, that's fine and all, but we, we're not going to give you... We're not going to give you all secrets. the top secret plans. Like we gave that map to that girl who showed up in the stolen ship. Like we, we've made a lot of bad decisions this week. Yeah. And the the uh, the new republic is gone, and now the resistance is down to like twelve people. Good call, guys. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need a, we need a Thrawn. Let me tell you, is it the too the late to go looking for Thrawn for in the whole movie. I was cringing. I was like thinking, "Oh my God, I'm about to be so angry." They're like, "The only guy that can break this key, you'll find him gambling." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Don't be Lando. Don't be Lando. Oh my God, this is gonna be so stupid if that's Lando." I didn't want that to be Lando. I but didn't either. It but I was like, killed somebody would, for Lando. Have just been on that. I planet? wouldn't mind if Lando makes an appearance. I'm not saying that, but it just felt like what a cheesy way to ham him into well, the story. Well, <laughs> And dude, you know what? I, w- I want that code breaker back though. Whoever that guy is, I want him in episode nine. You know who it is though? It's Justin Thrill. Yeah, man. I know. He's I love on, that dude. Like, got leftovers love in there. It's like, yes, Justin. That but, guy's amazing. Yeah, he's I've a good actor. I've been to see he him in a Star cool. Wars movie. He didn't look Star Warsy though. He looked like a, a Bond oh, especially because he's talking to the girls like, listen here, sweetie, I got a yeah, and they're popping champagne high. and stuff like they have. The this champagne bothered me. Because it started making me during the movie, like, well, they have cups, so maybe they have bottles, and maybe they have champagne. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I don't just know. a little too. It is weird. Too our culture, it's a too, you know. It was too anachronistic in that moment. You're like, wait a second, this is. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. I like that whole scene. Space casinos are a very Star Wars thing. You just don't see them in the movie. Yeah, they, I like and that bit so in the comics when the their original Marvel comics. They had a whole storyline that took place in a, a big space casino. Yeah, and the old comic strip did it. Like, that's just something well, they did a and, bunch of And if things. anything, I know it sets up the end scene with that kid, but it also sets up... I like that the little bit of Benicio Del Toro stuff we get about, you know, the war machine type 
commentary, which is interesting. Which is well, he makes the same point that Luke and them. I was right. also, well, you'll like, blow them up or they'll blow you up. Who cares? I was sure he was going to show up at the end, like you know, like Han does at the end of Star Wars. You thought oh, he was? I was I, so glad that he I didn't. He might show up at the end. On the nose. Well, he said when he, you watch it again, like he's kind of a disappointment because nothing much happens. But everything he says is interesting, even the end. Because I like, kind of hope we see him again. Worst. Because uh, yeah, I think you might. Because at the end, he's like everything's bad, and he's like, you might be right. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks yeah. away. I was like, I like him actually. He's kind of interesting. Yeah, and he'd be he'd be an interesting kind of character to see to see him get redeemed later on. Right. Because he's such a you know, he's such an iconoclast. Like he's like, he doesn't I don't believe any sides. I like yeah, him as that. a Star Wars character because he kind of feels like someone that would fit in with that world. <laughs> yeah, cuz his name is DJ, which stands for don't join. <laughs> Does it stand for that? Yeah. Really? I did not. I never call. I did mm-hmm. not catch that or, or think of that. Well, I mean, this, he does the Star Wars that. fans will find out everything. First of all, like before before I even read that in the visual guide, which is the easiest place to get it in the visual dictionary, someone had already found the DJ Funko doll and translated <laughs> Arabesh symbols. Oh my on his god! Do they, 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 they call him DJ in the trouble. movie? Yeah. I don't remember them calling so, him that in the movie at all. Well, now we got to go watch it. I think they. Well, that's his name in the movie is DJ. I, I, I mean, I know that was his character name, but I don't remember him. anybody saying "Hey, DJ." <laughs> like, so I don't know. Yeah, the, that's a weird Star Wars name. What up, DJ? <laughs> they call me that. Right, I'm a disc yeah. jockey. Yeah, he should have been DJing at that club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the best. <clears throat> That's what like if you I don't know if you guys saw the new uh, the triple X then least the third one or whatever, one of their people of the member a triple X as a member of that team is just a DJ. I was like, what's your superpower, dude? And he's just it's an extreme. At DJ. one point, he starts like mixing, like, scratching beats, and it distracts everybody. And the oh other ones God. do stuff. I was like, that's that's your power. You seen that movie? Distract. Yeah, I saw it because Diesel. it was stupid. <laughs> I love Diesel because there's no reason to watch any of his movies, but he's still out there. Spoiler alert, Ice Cube shows up in it, too. Now you're yeah. talking. Well, it can't be all bad, then. Yeah. So so let me talk about all the times. I think we, we should hit this, because it's probably been covered to death, but all the ways that this movie is, is mimicking Empire and, and Jedi, visually speaking. Hoth and... Oh, Kree. yeah, like it's Hoth obviously. is like yeah. super obvious. You know, they got the guys in the trenches, they got walkers coming. And it's inverted again because it's uh, it's the end of the movie instead of the beginning. You know, they've and the way the Falcon comes Ring in. Ring theory. That's actually kind of the end of, I mean, uh, the end of, of A New Hope. You know, the Falcon comes right. in and saves them. But then the Falcon, like, goes into this chasm. It looks, it feels like when, like they're, when they're in Jedi, when they're going through the Death yeah. Star. Well, it also is a little I, bit like the, when the asteroid chase, because I think that music is even more like the asteroid chase. Oh, yeah, they do play Empire. a little bit of the asteroids. I do like when she, they come in, they start shooting people. There's two awesome moments. There's three amazing lines right there. What, what I'm saying is all these things matter because they make sense character-wise and they're fun. Is that first they show them shooting, and then Ray, who didn't get to shoot last time, she's like, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> like She's just shooting people. And then I... That's the thing. Kylo is kind of emo the entire movie. I like his character, but he's there. And the moment he turns and he's like, please join me, and she says no, he switches, and he's pissed. And then that's the first moment you see when that sh- ship shows up. He's like, shoot that piece of junk at because he hates that. <laughs> and then all the like 30 TIE fighters take off after it, and then Finn's <laughs> like, they really hate that ship. <laughs> I-, I love that. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> 
And Chewie gets to pilot, and you get to see his, yeah, his for the showing first off time, his skills. Yeah, that's his one hero moment in this. Yeah, poor, yeah, Chewie's a lot of fun in this movie. When I he love breaks it. down the door. This, that, that moment yeah, he breaks down the door, and the way Mark Hamill says in, that, he's like, think, oh, Ray blew in the door, and then like, oh, yeah, but the way he is here. With there's moments where he, like Luke sensed that. I guess he's hiding his force power. He's, no, he turned he's, off the force. He's, yeah, but, he, yeah, he's... He's not just hiding. He's closed himself but, off completely from. But the there's force. moments where, like, he's like his weird older character, and most of the movie he's that weird, and you see him. But there's moments I love it when Chewie comes in. He's like talking in that voice again. He's like Chewie, and he does that with R two too. That moment. Yeah, you know, I really the way like he's those like moments the cadence are really of, authentic. Like he's like imitating himself from forty years ago, but it works. I'm like, oh my god, it's Luke. This, it you know, that's the only time he like feels that. like Luke to me. The rest of the time right, he feels but like it, but grizzled old. Well, dude. but it is a but it's appropriate in those moments because those are nostalgia callbacks Look, for him. And, station. Yeah, because, and that's what somebody said. That's what the, that's an interesting yeah, point. So people said, "What is like? Why is Luke?" All this, I wanted was some. Car- was like, this goes against Luke's character. And then somebody made the point like, "What are Luke's? What? Let's talk about Luke's character. What does he do all the time? He whines, he mopes, and he quits things." <laughs> That's basically what happened here. He, something happened. He whines and mopes, and you can see he's the mopey kid that's like, like, I don't know about this. That's sort of the Yoda moment. Is like, what that's all about? It's like you're no. You're different. still doing the all same this thing this whole time. Yeah, and I love it because we've some of the things in this like our some of the wackier predictions, the literal predictions of who people are and where they come from. Yeah, you know, like those were all bunk. Like they got debunked, but. A lot of the stuff that they say in this movie is like word for word things that we have said when discussing the actual fundamental philosophy of Star Wars. Yeah. Like some of the actual lines they say is like, oh my God, that's like, it's like they read that out of what we wrote. Maybe they hit they the Green Jedi because... thing without saying it though. That's the thing they're talking about though. It's like, yeah. But just that whole idea, like the, the, the Force is out there whether there's Jedi or Sith. And he or says not. it doesn't belong that, to anybody. It's vanity to yeah, think that Jedi. That, like, yeah, I yeah, like, and I like how he kind of condemns the prequels. He's like, they failed. Look at what happened. They we, <laughs> they did this. A Jedi Master trained Darth Vader, and this is what happened. So somebody wrote an article <laughs> that said every everything Kylo does, he's a, he's a direct indictment of all fanboys. No. Everything he says is practically a line written. Well, Even I, the first line in Force Awakens, is, he says is, look how old you've become. All right. And then, it, like, the Ray reveal, he's like, you're nobody. You don't well, that's have what a part in this And then he really emphasizes, like, you're a piece of trash. You have no, yeah, that's such a meta commentary. He's like, <laughs> you don't have any point in this story. He's like, but you mean, and then it is a heartbreaking he says, but you mean something to me, even though that's like a weird, he's like negging her or whatever. Like, I like that. Exactly. I, you break him but it is in a weird way heartfelt to him because that's his fundamental thing. He's alone and he's pushing people and he away. He does feel that way. Yeah, and that he's you a, he's being genuine. And it's so it, when you watch it again, you really watch it and you feel it because after that Luke thing, he just wants him to die, and then that doesn't happen. He freaks. He just like screams, and then he looks, and the rebels aren't there anymore. And he's now they're rebels again, by the way. They're not resistance anymore. And he screams at it, and he's yeah. like, "No!" And then the moment he's picking up the dice. He looks at Ray. She shuts the door on him, and then the dice disappear. I was like, "Oh, dude!" So you those just, were dice. Complete. Were also hologram dice. Yeah, but also and they stuck the only people that long after Luke well, died. True, but the only people that saw them were force users, though, too. So you could say there's a little bit more. I mean, I'll let that go. Yeah, it was a little First of all, Luke because didn't die because his spirit. I mean, I'll let it go, but it was a little his weird. Moved on anyway. 
the physics of well, and you don't, but also you don't know where they're playing with it either. To I mean, I get, yeah, I guess it is. No, you, the timeline wouldn't make sense because that that happens after he looks at her and they already saw him die. So, also, did you like in that scene with Kylo and Ray? He was uh he was kind of mimicking Anakin from the prequels, and he's like, well, that's what we he can is bring the Anakin order to the universe. You know? He's the Anakin we yeah. wish we had, though. Yeah, he he's is so literally much more convincing we, as an angry God, person. He's, he's as a troubled, conflicted dude. This oh, that would have been so amazing if that's well, what please, Anakin was. Yeah, like it's so great that it's Adam Driver because he just brings the whole thing home ever since. <laughs> Ever since he took off that helmet, you see he, that he's just a well, confused I, boy. I love him with the thing, though, because he does such a good job because the moments he freaks out and says, and the other great line, because he says, see the ship out of the sky, Luke comes up and he says, I want you to point every gun you have at that man. <laughs> and, and he does it, and he's like, more, more. And he's like, you think you got him? You think and then the him? moment the moment he walks out, the look in his face where he goes, mm. all right, he just swallows. He's like, he like kind of like friends his own throat. He's like, Take me down there. I have to do this now. Like it's such a subtle thing. I think he does an amazing job in it. He's convincing <laughs> yeah, of someone awesome. with conflicted feelings, and where there's, <clears throat> you know, he sells it. And yeah. I don't know if you could blame the actors or the director in the prequels. Probably both, but you never well, yeah, buy good it. actors. But it is hard. Yeah, well, not it's hard when Hayden you have a director that's not pulling it out of you. So I, I don't want to blame Hayden Christensen. I am gonna say that the the, the Poe Finn theory I think is panning out. What the love, more and more the love <laughs> trying to work. Yeah, he's very touchy with Finn when Finn wakes up. Like he's kind of like like hugging him around the belly. Because they should be the same character though. That's kind of my theory. Way so too that's excited. why they to hug and just meld into one. Morph person. into the same thing. Yeah. Well, you may not have noticed this. I noticed this during the movie, but the visual dictionary backs it up too. Is that <laughs> there's a rip in Finn's jacket that's been stitched up. Oh, they stitched it up. But yeah. Finn just woke up. Poe stitched it. Well, but he's been out for two weeks. He maybe, well, maybe, maybe Poe was sitting there with him and telling him the story and doing it in his jacket while he sat by his I've bedside. I'm saying that doesn't that doesn't refute. I love I love that, that reveal because even in the trailer you see Finn in the little thing and you're like, oh, that looks high tech and it's and then they cut to the wide shot and it's like the dinkiest looking hospital setup <laughs> yeah. and he's like he's in a bubble suit that's <laughs> like Naked full of, full of back to like bag. back to liquid and you're like that's not more elegant than just the tank. Poor and maybe Finn we just is do this. Just, he's just clown. I think that's in, supposed in to be movies. some kind of emergency He does such a good job, though. That scene where he meets Rose is really funny. It's like, oh, hi, well, may yeah, the I mean, force be with you. I like him, <laughs> exactly. and I like the character, but I feel like yeah. he a lot of he gets a lot of jokes put on to him because no one else. I kind of feel do like it, you know? he's gonna be the main like fighter though the next one. I hope po so. Has to I be, hope he has. Poe has to. Well, he well, had his moral turning yeah. point here. Like that rebel scum thing is a fun line, but it really is a sort of defining thing right. where they see and he he and sacrifices it, himself, tries to to go into yeah. that. You know. Oh, that's the that's, best. That's the best line of the that's movie. The though. defining moment of the whole thing. That that movie there where she does that and, and goes, you know, we don't fight against things we hate. We fight for we. And we then, say we, the things we love. I love that line. That's where we literally said almost said that word for word when we were talking about what superheroes are supposed to. Be. And it actually echoes. And I made the point. I saw that like when they. I mean, he was as as weak as the Canto Bite part is. They tear out that city, and Finn's like, "Yes, we just showed them." Yeah, we heard them. And then she's like, "Hold on," and she lets go of that thing, and she goes, "Now we have." And it's literally that's yeah. the same now it's sentiment rewarding because we did something. We good. save the things we love, and so I. I love that. I, I that's a great. That's a super, and that kind of defines the whole movie. That's the theme of the movie, right? That that's what Ray and Kylo's opposing sides are. Kylo wants to burn it down, and Ray's like, "We have to save the things that are good." That's why she saves the books, right? That's why she saves these things. They can let go of all this stuff and get rid of all this baggage, but they have to have some kind of thing going to the future. And 
and that's that makes Ray such a great character too well, because you're like oh okay you don't want to go back well then well, I don't see why you need these and, books yeah and that's Poe's that's Poe's journey in this too as, as you know as muddy as Poe's journey is and I mean what happens in it he starts that they sacrifice all their bombers and at the end he's like they have them it's like no we can't do this let's get out of here and then his his defining moment is even comical as you said it is Brooks where he's like what's happening like they still go <laughs> oh we need to retreat now because we only have ten people and we can't get into this, no, you know. We have he's to stalling. Like, yeah. Like, he's, hold on, he's doing this for a purpose. And Finn's like, "Let's go do this." Like, what are you gonna do, man? <laughs> like yeah. Against Skyler. Yeah, that's Luke Skywalker. That's Did you see like that master fire? I like his. <laughs> yeah, let's go. He's always down, down to fight. But I, I do like that. That's what I always said again. That scene where where what's where she meets Rose meets him and they're talking. It's like you're the hero. It's like I'm not a hero. And then he's like, "Well, may the force be with you." And he's like, "Oh," and she's like, "She's just like, oh wow." But then she has that side. She's like, "I've shocked four people today because I've gotten these pots." And you know, maybe like, Wait it was a second. funny. I'll give it was legitimately yeah. funny. It's the first time that's happened in the since. The originals, I think. Oh, because it's silly. That's why it's funny. It's not just like this yeah, but is clever. It's, not, it's like it's really not stupid slapstick. Silly. No, no, no. I know, but it's silly. But that's what I'm saying. They, they, they don't. They're not. Don't shy away from it being like, what's this walking carpet in front of me? Or the, uh, you know, people hate that Poe thing. You know, I'm on hold for hooks. That's literally. That you know, was th- a that's little too much. I think that's that's. I like, but I think it's like. Off. I don't know if Poe can pull that no, off. No, I, I get it, but it is. But you can see what they're doing. It's literally yeah. like we're fine here. How are you? Yeah. you know, that's the same thing, though. You know. They can. I kind of just like messing with with Hux. Hux because he's, he's so much better in this seem... movie. Though. In the last one, he was just flat. I thought, and he was not interesting. In this one, he's. He is the other admirals in the Empire that are just like, oh, God, oh, oh, God. I like the cute little things like where he starts reaching for his blaster, then he wakes up and he closes <laughs> it back up. <laughs> I like how he's scared of Kylo, but he also, like, when he says, you think you got him? Stop it. Jeez. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, don't yeah. waste your he's time a little now. Brave. He gets yeah. flattened against the wall. He's like, oh, my God. They have a weird relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because he can't well, give up all that it, power. It is like a sibling rivalry that they have going on because they were both vying for... This the big bully. That's what's going to be interesting to see now. Is like it's because like, now Kylo Ren just declared himself supreme leader, and who could stop him? Because you know he can just throw you against a so wall. So those dudes that Snoke's his bodyguards are they the, the ones that guard? left with Kylo? I don't know. The no, Knights well, of I don't whatever. think so because what were they called? The there Knights were eight of Ren? Praetorian guards, and there were like six Knights of. Well, Ren. yeah, they said that they had twelve Jedi's, and Kylo was the thirteenth, and they killed some Jedi's left with them, and they yeah. killed the rest of them. They didn't use any obvious force powers, yeah, but, but they did have lightsabers. Or one but of I feel did. like they had the well, they had these lightsaber. They had like they feel like they had weapons that were meant to kill Jedi's. Yeah, though. like and well, and they were pretty well trained right. to do it too because they. I mean, it was an eight to two, they put but up a still. Good fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I was mean, just curious if who it those had dudes just are. been one or the other. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have made it through I like, the fight. I, it was fighting together. And I like that fight because you know everybody in the first one like, oh, does Ray beat him and all this stuff? One, he's like got just shot in the side and he's bleeding to death, and he's like, and I like how they even kind of retcon. They don't retcon. They justify it because he's like, I killed Han Solo. It's like, yeah, and it split you in half. It's like you couldn't concentrate and you almost got beat by this girl and all this stuff. But then I like when you see them fight and it's awesome and it. The, the the point where the thing cuts him in half and it just is going sideways and Ray reaches up and grabs it and the music starts like yes and it goes like a slow motion know, ramp into awesome them moment. fighting, 
But then you see how kind of sloppy they are, right? They're fighting these people that are glorified guards, but they're very highly, they're specially trained. And they're, they, they're struggling with them, so you get to see their level, you know? And, and Ray's doing her own thing. But if you watch Kylo, his lightsaber, just he loves to drag that thing across the ground. I don't know what he's doing all the time. It's cool looking because it makes a bunch of sparks and stuff. But he's like, he's always just I laying think he it. he does it because it's cool. Yeah. Act like you see that pose he strikes like at the end sword. when he's going to fight? It's like Luke. a broadsword like or something. Yeah, they yeah. act like it's some heavy kind of sword, you know, like a, a big iron Conan sword. Well, because it's made to mimic one of those old medieval. But it's great. It's great action there. Sword. You see the thing where she drops lightsaber and then he, she throws it to him with and it just pops the guy oh in the God. head. Oh, my God. some cool lightsaber tricks. But yeah. I'm thinking that those guards have to be something other than the Knights of Ren, besides the fact that they haven't really done anything with the Knights of Ren. Yeah, well, then there I want to see those guys. There were only they, six of the, the Knights of Ren. And the little vision of them in The Force Awakens, they look cool. Well, you could see them, though. I mean, J.B.'s coming back, and he created them, so. Yeah. I'm thinking we probably will, because since They can be his new guard, that, right? <laughs> we know that scene is not... A flashback of them fighting Temple, the other right, Jedi students yeah. because because first of all he wasn't Kylo Ren and he didn't have that lightsaber he had Luke's lightsaber which makes Luke's sense lightsaber. which well, I don't know why we would have thought that back then because he's wearing that costume like, well I didn't think it was that but my theory was even zanier why I, I always thought I that he that went may back have to been, school I guess you know and did that or maybe they were just destroying something well else. no Luke wasn't asleep for weeks he woke up. After all that, and it had already gone down while he was unconscious. Are they building still about on fire? Right away. Let's talk about that, the, yeah. the Rashomon thing. That's really cool, I think. The idea that we see that story. First, we see it from Luke's, and he's like, he just hit me. <laughs> and then you see Kylo's, and you're like, he was about to kill me. And you're like, oh, gosh, that's serious. And then it's such a neat moment, because I love how that precipitates, because you see the last moment of Kylo and Ray having a connection. Luke comes in and goes, no, the whole the whole thing explodes. He like catches the two kids kissing in the bedroom, and he's like, "No!" Yeah. And then he just, and then she immediately just attacks. They start. I luck the little fight, and then she does the sword, and he like catches himself with the force, you know, which is pretty cool. A little detail, and then, um, then he tells. Yeah, especially when you think that's the, the, this is the first time he's used the force in forever, right. and well, then he, he tells, the yeah. House. I guess well, yeah, that's well, the I first mean, time. Yeah. Scene, not but now you exactly. see it coming back mm-hmm. to him because he even looks down surprised. He looks at his hand. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's coming back to me now. Yeah, and, then, happening, yeah. and then he tells the story. And what's so fascinating, so neat, I just like, this is such a good writing. You see the whole extent of the thing where he says, no, I went there and I popped it. You know, I did the lightsaber. And then immediately I said, this is, what am I doing? I'm ashamed. So not only is he ashamed for thinking that could be possible and raising his hand to his ch- student, he looks down at him and sees it, and it causes all this. And so in one moment, you say, oh, Luke actually isn't a bad guy. He didn't do it to try. He's, like, he's not, like, murderous. But at the same time, it damns him even more. You're like, oh, you did make a mistake, and you doing all of this makes sense now. This is why you came here. You feel responsible for this, and also you feel guilty that you even thought you would do that, you know, came to that point, which is darker than he ever got, you know, in the other ones. And I like the idea that he showed, they showed that scene of him looking, and I saw darkness, and this is always, like, kind of hellish noises and people screaming you're like oh my god what did you see in his head that's scary something called emo <laughs> yeah it's like, it was the most terrifying <laughs> thing yeah. it's seen. like a, it's like a rave or something <laughs> yeah. have you ever heard of industrial music so i thought that was a fun little little they do a lot of fun little play on things and repeats and callbacks that was a good that adult the... moment in the movie you know that was like yeah. a, kind of a serious drama moment yeah, I like. I mean, the movie had well, a couple so that's of those. Like the real, that's like his real point of catharsis there, because that's where it all breaks down. You know, he's not 
acting tough or whatever, and you, and, he and lays it, it all in out. In that moment, you realize what you realize is Kylo's not being emo. He's really hurt by this. That was his one connection. And then he wakes up to see that he's about to get killed. It's like, what's happening? You know, he feels betrayed. And then you see uh, you see that Luke's not being emo about this. He's like, no, you have a real reason for feeling conflicted now. <laughs> and it's such a, I was like, oh, my God. It's, a, it's like a weird emotional climax twist of the movie. You're like, oh, I get it. It's everything that, makes that sense. prequels well, And you see had. the importance of that lightsaber right. because of it that now. Right. Like, the blue lightsaber and, isn't just some relic he wants. Anakin, it has a real... Oh, yeah, you're right. Anakin, oh, they, that literally is what should have happened between them and caused the whole thing. Yeah, yeah like you're this, absolutely right. Everything that they were doing is what the prequels should have done. And that's why Obi-Wan says, I'll protect the kid and go in the desert and exile myself. Exactly. Dude, you're right. That's exactly what should happen. Because mm-hmm. it's the same story, you know. Um, it is literally except, repeating. History repeats itself in yeah, Star it's Wars. Ri- it that's rhymes. It rhymes. That's what Lucas says. It rhymes. But yeah. I like how this well, rhymes. Like it really is like ring theory. It's like a, But this it's is a, one where like a, a rhyme is something, as a, like in a song, a rhyme is something that it's an interesting rhyme, right? It's like, oh, that does rhyme with that, but I didn't expect that. That's what this movie was, though. It had all those beats, but it did it in a way that I never knew what was going to happen next, usually. I mean, they do, moment to moment, you know Snoke's gonna about to die and stuff like that, but just like, I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know what's going to happen now. That's, that was, I just to me, saw a Yoda. really big surprise. Yeah. Because I want to know yeah, more about Snoke. The whole thing. I, I mean, I well, you'll that... get it. They'll get it in the books and all that well, other stuff. I don't they might actually. The they may even mention it in the movies, but the point you was, can ask Sean. The whole we'll movie Sean was that. that... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you can read my book. It's, uh, I've got all I don't read. I don't. Books. I don't read books. Not Star Wars books. I never no, learned Sean to read. <laughs> yeah. Too many words. No, but like he I was to me books. in the first movie. He was just like just this thing that no you know it just seemed like a plot device but in this one he actually he's started so interesting. seeming interesting oh that's why it's so he's crazy like being they... the merciless he has like he has like little genie slippers on and it's a swanky and i like some of the robe. stuff he said too i liked he's like you're just a child with a mask or in a mask or well and that's why he, he but it also sets up why kylo does it yeah i think i brings, just like the way he talks like, though it, and he's like oh i didn't even trust you i just used you for this and so i've just portrayed you as well and he's like obviously he's like super yeah. powerful with the force because he he appears he as a hologram with lightning. and he's slamming people around as a hologram from across wherever he is. I have you know? a theory about That's that awesome. too, though. That is awesome because he doesn't do anything like that at <laughs> That's all. Great. I'll take this in my chambers, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I, this is even better. <laughs> but you know. The only thing that's different now than, than in that last movie is that the whole time he's doing all this stuff, like, Kylo is around. Like, Han said, he wants you for your power. So he's, like, exactly. projecting I think that there's a literal Kylo element somehow? to that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that he's feeding off of that because he's super powerful when Kylo and Rey both show up. Interesting. Right? Like, so when Rey goes like after him, she's all vampire? angry and... She, yeah. Like, he might not even... Well, he does physically exist because we see him cut down. But it'd be neat if he was just like some kind of idea that was like possessing their minds. He's like a he's like a Voldemort thing. Well, or that's something. what I mean. Yeah. Or in and possessing real bodies. That may be why you see him a little bit stronger, and you definitely see him showing abilities where he didn't have any before, or he didn't have any demonstrated. Well, I mean, the, the Force Emperor, rises, he I mean, gets more power. Prequels yeah. aside, because in the prequels we see you know Sidious and Yoda throwing huge things at each other, and it's just over the top. But in, but I liked how he was like throwing or moving Ray around. It's like that's something you never saw the Emperor do. 
That's pretty powerful yeah, and stuff. What it's great in that first scene with Kylo how intense he gets. That's like exciting. You're like, oh gosh, he's like the he's like this bully dad, you know. Yeah, I, I thought he was an interesting character. I actually and he's just, him. yeah. Well, he gets he gets he also yeah. got he looked a lot better. He in also this got movie way too. more British in this movie. He was kind of standard last time. Now he's like. He's also talking that way, which is a great voice. I like how they did it, but he's also, that's why I keep a rabid cur around. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, I thought it was cool. I, it, he just, he was interesting, and I can see people's disappointment. That I'm also just such a sucker for like, whoa, how cool was that? I didn't see that coming. And Oh, that makes it. If it's just a twist and it's not justified, but I think what it, I think the twist is just, and it sucks, but I think having Kylo be put into this position now is way more interesting. I'm feeling a disturbance the in the yeah, force. I've never liked Snoke as I'm a villain. feeling a disturbance. I, I thought... think it it feels like Greg. I feel like Greg is reaching yeah, well, out to we're us. We're wrapping up, Greg. So. Yeah. I feel like he's trying to contact yeah. us. Contact us in two weeks, Greg. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do the second part of this. I tried, Greg. I tried, but they they've turned their back on the force. We're wrapping it up. Yeah, I can't. I can't record for four hours in a row. So I'm glad Lando Got didn't work. show up in that way. That's all. Why? Well, what I'll say about that, Brooks. I'm yeah. super glad. I wish it had been Talon Card. I, I, I don't want to like. I don't want to like crap on people that didn't like this movie. Or I mean, I, if you just like, it's okay. But a lot of people, it's like, I really, I kind of compare this to elections. And I'm not going to go any into that, but I'll just say where. Sometimes you get to election time, one time you're complaining with people politically, and it's like, the thing you're complaining about is like, but Ray's parents are nobodies, and Snoke dies. It's like, yeah, that's what I love about it. Like, the thing they're complaining about is the thing that I love the yeah, most it's about it. Yeah, polarizing, I guess. Yeah, and, and then... Because they're taking it's also, chances. Right, and then at the time, and then also you get to realize, like, you know, election time, every four years here, other times you go, that many people think this about this thing? That's weird. And this is what the Star Wars, because you think about it, we've had these, yeah. everybody hated the prequels, the the yeah, you know Force Awakens, universal. Force Awakens was pleasing enough, and a lot of people said it was boring. So I was like, well, I think they did the right thing, but I get why you're saying that. And this is the first one where I was like, I like this movie. I think it's fun. I think it's cool and it's doing neat things. I want to see it more and kind of process it more. And I immediately came back, and people were like, no. And that what I hear from there's like, I wanted Ray's parents to be somebody. I wanted Snoke to be the villain in the next movie. And I wanted Lando to show up. And I was like, you guys want this paint by numbers thing. You're wanting to see these like greatest. And I, and I wanted to tell those people, so what would, tell me that moment. He, Ryan Johnson did the interview and he said the exact same thing. In that moment, that is the most interesting answer. And that, because it needs to be an answer she doesn't want to hear. When, when Vader said, I'm your father, that's the, the exact opposite answer that Luke wanted to hear in that moment. So what, what was going to happen? Like, you know what's happened all this time. You've felt it. You're my sister. And I was like, what does that say thematically? What is it? Okay. I'm it doesn't glad, do anything. The movie just he, stops dead in his tracks Skywalker, there. Because no, I know like, because God, there's more than Skywalkers in this universe. Well, though. because that's what, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That I've heard that. They're like, this is what this whole thing's about. It's about their story. It's like, no, their story ended in Return of the Jedi in a very but, profound way. That's when it even ended. Even if that were true, you actually have Luke Skywalker in this movie, and Kylo Ren is part of that bloodline. Right, and everybody in the movie and, doesn't and, have and, to be. And part this of new that trilogy is about them moving beyond that, and they're like, "Well, Kylo Ren's," and I was like, "But he's showing what is the wrong way of interpreting that." And even Luke's conflict in this is going, "I was the legend, Luke Skywalker, so I thought I could do this." And I'm like, no, that wasn't what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to do what Yoda comes and tells me. They're just supposed to grow beyond me, and it's not about me anymore. So, did Luke? And is Luke a positive, a net positive, or a net negative in the in the galaxy? He's a positive. 
Yeah, but he also well, created, you know, yeah. what... Well, Kylo's not Kylo, as bad as Vader, though. the leader of the... the yeah, but... New World Order, whatever. He got rid of Vader. He got Vader. Vader. Vader's a bigger threat than Kylo is, I think. So he he's a positive, I think. Yeah. And... Well, and I think there's a, a very strong possibility that we're going well, to see Luke... Well, that's what I was... ...appearing to Kylo Yeah, that's what I was saying, though, because that... I, yeah, we know he's going to come back, and you could say, well, yeah, he's going to see Rey. Well, the Skywalker no, line as a whole, then. Mm-mm. You got Vader... Luke, yeah, wouldn't it be amazing Kylo, if we see a Skywalker. if we see a haunting force ghost where he says, "See you around, kid. I'm never gonna leave you alone now." And what if we just get that where he's like, "I'm trying to work out." He's like, oh, "That's a little weak there." Like he's just he's like, oh, "I told you." It's like, "Oh wait, I got you. I got your grandfather here. Come here, Anakin. Okay. Come here." It's, it's, it's getting like, weird. Okay, look at this guy. Yeah, guy I think. It's starting to cross a line. Wouldn't that be something uncomfortable? <laughs> wouldn't that be so interesting though, and not subversive, but for this thing, it's like you end with this, like an anti-force ghost. That's like, I think that's kind of neat, and that's maybe the only way he comes around, or like you get Luke trying so to turn only him good after Jedi, the fact. Only Jedi can ter- become force ghosts, because otherwise. No, well, only well, this is the whole thing. Sean can give an explanation. It's it, the only ones that learn from Qui Gon, so it's only Yoda, Ben, and no Kenobi, one else can and learn to do this. Those three. Well, the, they could. People can learn to do but it. Qui-Gon but discover, Qui-Gon, just... Qui-Gon discovered it, though, right? So that was the whole... Need to yeah, see, and like, I kind of think there's an element that you have to that achieve that to be able to do it. It's not just a taught thing. I mean, because, I mean, I'm sure yeah, he's not... Reach I mean, like, what Yoda went through was a test of character. Like the next level. Really? Like the level 10 or something, right? Well, they had that idea it's in the first movie. They had that idea in the first movie, and even in this movie no, in the visual guide. None of them Or not the visual guide, in the art guide. They had the idea of a Sith ghost like a red sith force ghost thing like talking to luke or something so they could i don't know i mean this is well, all magic so they could do whatever i guess in, <laughs> i don't know in the clone wars in that same in that same art where yoda is learning he's taking those trials he goes to that planet moribund and he talks to the ghost of darth bane oh see i didn't right. know that so he was he was a, a sith ghost i don't know how much of that you know is. You gotta watch it. You should watch those books. Sean made me watch them. There's literally like five episodes of the Clone Wars on Netflix. The last five they ever did, like, is an appendix, and it's about Yoda's journey to figure out how to become a Force ghost and what the Force is. It's really yeah, good. It's like awesome. two hours of time. I can send you about ten episodes of that show. Like, Not even that. It was that you, you told me. I think I watched six. So that's what you told me, and it was about six episodes. Well, yeah. six. Those six are the best right. ones to watch. But there's some other decent storylines. There's a whole bunch of stuff with Darth Maul. That's Give me super a list fun. of them, and I'll, I'll see if I can. Uh... But they really them. go. They re- literally where Yoda comes in in this movie. He it's where he left off in that cartoon in the last one. Like what his journey is, what he says in this, and he, what he comes in and does with the lightning, all that stuff. You're like, yeah, it makes total sense. He's doing exactly. Well, the whole tree. I mean, almost literally, because they end with that right. tree in that storyline, and it's showing the branches. It's like a metaphor for the Skywalker line, because that's what they're talking about. And then this scene comes up, and he's like. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into this, but seriously, guys. Okay, so there's a tree. Inside the tree has all this arcane knowledge. It's the tree of knowledge. And then Yoda comes, and he literally burns the tree down. It becomes the tree of life. Because that's if you in Genesis, that's the first tree is the tree of knowledge. And then the other one that they're not supposed to go to is the surrounded by fire. And that's the, the tree right. of life. And that's the exact imagery that they have here. And that, I think, is the exact metaphor that they're getting at. It's like, you got to look past this this knowledge. Because that's what he says. It's like, I told you to pass on what you have learned, not what you read in some book. Right. 
Like what you? But what have I learned? I'm a like, failure. That's what you. You learn That's what that. you pass on. That's right. what you teach. That's such a good. Uh, that's what people learn that, from. And that's man. why, again, this is why I like this movie, and I think it's super fun and interesting. Is that, you know, we like yeah, thematically. New Hope said something not and thematically in a cool way. Return of the Jedi said something, but when you get to Empire and even this movie, like they're movies that they're not just these genre movies. Like Force Awakens is fun. It's a genre movie. You know, it's a fun thing. We got this thing. We have a New Hope. We have a lot of these ideas that might go into something in the future but it's just a fun ride this actually has a movie it has a lot to say which is fun i think it has a lot yeah, to say this just might about be the empire of this trilogy if abrams, right it has a lot abrams is coming back right right which and means the say. next one is not going to be as good but but it has a lot to say about the world now. it'll be what it needs to be though yeah, it'll, it'll be, be the, one the jedi it all it'll up be the jedi yeah. and, and he can't make it fun and visually cool yeah. i like jj Burns, but he can't make it and he, he walks he everywhere. can't make a movie this good though this is this has a lot to say about the world now which is really interesting i love i mean the thing about you know we don't fight against what we hate we say what we love all the war machine all that stuff it's like yeah, very relevant culturally weapons right and it's it, it it's not it's just i think it's very to even you know this weird, you know, I mean, you can get very political, but he's like, where uh, Kylo's this weird, you know, figure, you know, from prominent families that we won't talk about right now. But he's like, you're trash. I'm, you're trash. You're nothing. But I'm important. I'm part of the story. I'm you're not famous. So, okay. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm fat. Yeah, I'm incredible. Check I'm fantastic. The name tag. It says Skywalker. Yeah. Actually, it says Solo, but he's famous too. I mean, Hux and, yeah, Hux and, Hux and Kylie might as well be the two Trump sons, basically, right? That's the thing. That's why I think it's really fascinating. Has a lot, but it's not meant to do that. It's not an allegory. It just, these are universal things. I just think it's so fun that we have one. Even for the people that hate it, I was talking to somebody that didn't like it. I was like, isn't it fun that we can, there's so much, there's a lot of opinions. Because you saw Force Awakens, like, it's good. <laughs> I like it. I love Star Wars. The, people, the characters are awesome, but it didn't say anything. It didn't do anything. This has I just th- I th- I find it fun that we have one that's so crunchy that we can chew on for a while and talk about. Yeah, that's more substantive. I mean, it, it doesn't give and us it's not perfect direction in, in doing fan theories, but but it gives us a lot more to really get into what what are they saying? Like in you know the, the overwhelming dogma of the, of the Jedi versus the Sith and, and the philosophy. Do we want to talk real quick before we end about the uh, the last scene? How would you guys feel about that? The kid. Oh, I thought it was cute. I mean, it. it, it I don't think it's going to lead to anything it's specific. Nice I just thought no. Everybody, like, everybody's so literal. This stuff. They're like, yeah, it's just Someone's showing that, that kid's a future. Be the hero it's of showing the that there are people that maybe yeah, be Jedi absolutely. in the future. That they're restoring well, it, the goodness. You know. Right, kids get into the like that kid's gonna be his character. Like, no, he's not. The point of this is getting back to everybody says this tears down the old movies. Like, no, it doesn't. When a new hope, and I wasn't there, I saw all three together. But a new hope, the idea of it came out, and like a Jedi and a hero can be anybody. It wasn't a part of this dynasty. It wasn't any of this stuff. It was about this kid, this farm boy, being something more than he is. And I think that's how this ends. You're like, no, that's what that film crit Hulk. His review. A quick write-up was like the force belongs to all of us. That's what he said, and that, yeah, I like and it's, that it's idea. It's showing because they're like, you know, we have everything yeah. we need to start the future, and it shows this kid, yeah. and he shows his little ring, and they're talking about through, you know, Luke, and, and he goes out and he's got his room, and it looks like a lightsaber, and it's like obviously in twenty years this kid when he gonna, does a little, he's he going to be force thing, you know, yeah. a Jedi hero yeah, he for the, these people or whatever you know. Like, and they don't make that obvious to where most people miss. Some people miss that little force little thing, you know, he does. Thing. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. It's like it's just neat. It's just very well done, and it's like I think it's cute. It's like a, 
even if it's, Luke it, and Ray or none of those people are around, you know, there will there will always be people, I guess, in this universe, this galaxy, that are force sensitive, and the force will find its way into them. You know, that's well, and what that's the like, and and that was the point. Is like Anakin wasn't special because some, he, I mean, if you want to say virgin birth, or whatever, but he the the lights the light side brought him forward, right? That's the idea because Darth Maul and Sidious were coming to power. And this is the idea too that you know Ray got risen up because of this so the force can be in anybody it doesn't it doesn't belong to the Jedi like Luke says. Yeah. Well, Are there, the so people like, think that he's like a literal. It's not about like being the, be the chosen one. You know, it's about. I don't know. People do. People are always like, but I thought Ray and Finn. I was like, they're not. They're not romantic. Can't they just be friends? People have a real yeah. big problem with them not being romantically involved. It's like they're not. He's not. He's not. They even that. said that. Did you see how he reacted when yeah, Rose? J.J. Abrams even said they're not romantically. Not what the, he's the, into. I just love how. They're, but they're a woman and a man in a movie. <laughs> like they have to. They like each other. There are lots of women and men in these movies. So I was like. Yeah, they can be fine. I want. There's, there was a little bit of. I there was a little bit of Finn and Poe to end well, up together just to challenge people. There was a little. Further. Oh, we didn't talk about the best moment. We had to, first. Let's, there was a little bit of Top Gun between Poe and Halda, though. <laughs> it's like you're dangerous. Yeah, I know. Like she's like <laughs> yeah. there. There's a Kelly McGillis Tom Cruise thing going on with them. Um, but we didn't. Her moment. Her awesome moment where she light speeds into the ship. That's. Yeah, everyone was incredible. cheering. It was funny when it when it first happened. All these kids behind me, yeah. like ten year olds, they were like, <gasps> "Whoa!" They were like, "Although <laughs> there was one kid in the theater who was like, what's happening?'" Because it yeah. all just like goes silent. Although you do, I do like her character, on? and she's fine. One, that's a way for that could have been a way for Akbar to go. That could have been a way for oh, Leia to go. Oh, that'd been cooler for Akbar. Yeah. 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 It could have been cool for Leia too, because but they didn't Akbar know. Akbar could also, have been the one that got put in charge and. I mean, well, that was after. But he died, the, but yeah. the whole but, point I mean, is that we didn't well, they need said that, her at all. That could have been yeah, the, whole, the whole time. That's well, saying, they're saying no, the whole point that keep you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, they're saying the whole po, the point that Poe might not have. He'd been like, all right, Akbar, I trust you. And the whole point is, this is a person you don't know, and she came in and or because he's, he's like, sexist. He's mansplaining to her. I mean, he totally is because when he first yeah. sees her, he's like, "Not what I was expecting." She's like, like "You know, we, we got to get." Dude? What are you trying to <laughs> yeah. say? What are you trying to and say? He's like, "We, we got to get away from this." She's like, "Thanks for telling me. I understand what's happening." I now. was Let's expecting a fish man. <laughs> yeah, I only follow yeah. fish, lady. <laughs> exactly. But Ryan Johnson also said that. Yeah, I thought about that, but he's like, "Then we'd lose that awesome thing with Luke." in uh, Leia, that scene, and then we'd lose. She says the last line of the movie, we need, we have everything we need, and I like how we see that with her, and we see her the moment Luke dies, too. I think that's Why would we lose to... that if we have Akbar? I don't understand what you're talking about. No, 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 I'm saying if I'm saying if people said if Leia is the one that did that, that would oh, be great no, no, no. for her character to go out. Akbar. So, yeah. I'm on Team I just, Akbar. Akbar. I just said Akbar. I made that up. And I'm on Team Akbar. Cool I think yeah. you're right. I think he makes a cooler uh, action figure. I mean, let's, who's going to buy an action figure yeah. of that lady? More people are upset about Akbar than they probably anticipated. I like they, somebody posted that thing and like there's like a big write up about it. But even Ryan Johnson retweeted and said, "Fair enough." <laughs> They're like, they didn't treat Akbar right. And he's like, "Yeah, I like how he's not like running away from Twitter, even though people like just say that." I mean, why have him weird. there if he's you're not going to treat him? Extremely like gracious an about everything. Just, uh, it's yeah, awesome. You know? Why didn't he, I forgot that I forgot that that because I guess the guy who does his voice died like a year and a half ago, so I didn't even realize that was him. I was like, yeah, that's the Mike Hamori, but is that? And then they said, like, yeah, Agbar died. By the way, (laughs) like, what? What happened? That was Agbar. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think about that. Why? They couldn't give Mark Thompson yeah, a call. Do it. Just about anyone can make an act bar <laughs> It's Shark Bar. He can do it. <laughs> uh, you can see from your stomach.
Duh.